Welcome into Baltimore Sports today for Friday, December 15th. We're 10 days away from Christmas, Jabby Burns. This is episode 420 of BSC. How are you? (laughs) Now that is fantastic. I didn't even tell you that beforehand. I just totally sprung that on you. Well, most of our listeners know what that hack thing means, which if you really look it up, doesn't actually mean that in, in the police code world. I don't know. I think it's got a lot of run over the years and a lot of people, by the way, the professionals do it every day, by the way. So you don't, you don't need a wacky day to, to, to go nuts on 420. But Zach, welcome. I'm so happy to be with you. I miss you. Uh, happy anniversary to you and your lovely bride. Thank you. Um, since we've been gone, um, both of us are as busy as... I mean, geez, that we're both on, on fire. I'm even got a pesky job now, too, and coaching and doing all the stuff that we're doing. So we apologize for not being around. But we have been following closely and monitoring closely what has been going on with the Orioles and um, other things that have happened um, since we've last checked in with one another. So much has gone on, and a lot of it's gone on right down the road from me, coincidentally enough. Uh, not for the Orioles, because they didn't really do anything at the winter meetings, but uh, the winter meetings took place at the uh, Swan and Dolphin here in uh, in a sunny, actually, it's really cold here, Jab, like really, really cold for Florida, um, or, yeah. Orlando, Florida. So I had some friends in town that uh, that I, I used to work with who were in town covering the winter meetings, and I caught up with them, and they're like, is it always this cold in December? I'm like, no, no, it's normally way nicer than this in December, but uh, it's it's cold. And that's kind of the way the baseball offseason has been in general. Um, it's been a it's been a relatively cold stove, wouldn't you say? I mean, we, we got the we got the Stanton trade, we got uh, Otani signing, uh, but I mean, as, as far as the Orioles go, and the, there's there's not a, a ton going on besides some speculation uh, and and what? reporting and you know the Get potential. That Manny Machado, Chris Davis. Oh, <laughs> that Manny Machado is going to be moved. Manny Manny Machado is going to be traded, and um, you know, at, at, as of right now, here on on Friday, it kind of looks like you know the reports are that the Orioles are are moving aggressively on trade talks. They're communicating with a few teams. We've seen the White Sox, which is really surprising, be sort of the most aggressive suitor for Manny Machado. So why don't we start there? Do you think? That we'll see Manny Machado moved, uh, you know, today or this weekend or in in the coming days. Do you see that happening based on the the smoke that has been reported during the winter meetings? No, you don't I think, think so? that no, I think they should because at this point they've ba- they've gone out and showed all of their cards. I mean, they really basically did that at the winter meetings and. What they'll do now is not make a deal with anybody. They'll have a bunch of teams interested. They'll get back with them after the holidays, as the Orioles, the only team that I know that stops working, basically. Um, you know, the Orioles uh, party was actually last night, too. The Orioles um, holiday party was last night. So I imagine there was some conversation there, people asking questions in the sales department. Do we have him? Do we not have him? It's a totally different thing. I, I mean, we didn't have those kind of players when I was there, so I, I don't remember. But I mean, when we'd bring in the Javi Lopez, is the hmm. Miguel Tejadas, that changed ticket prices and everything. And the Orioles are always one of the last teams out there um, to, to give you whether they're going to raise prices or not. And I, I don't anticipate they will this year, basically, because they did it last year. Um, but Manny Machado at this point is gone as an Oriole in my mind. Okay. Uh, I think that that is just something that we all have to come to grips with. I've seen all the hot takes on Twitter. I've seen everything. I'm actually surprised that I got brought up this quickly. Um, 
I didn't think it would happen when this fast. When did you fast. expect to see it happen? I expected to hear some rumblings probably closer to the deadline. So okay. to be honest with you, for the Orioles, I think it's proactive for once in their life. I think it's a very yeah. good decision that they're going ahead and do it. But from the, I was at an, an event that, uh, well, I'll just say our buddy Nate Showalter got married uh, the Saturday of Thanksgiving, friend of the show. And, you know, talking to a couple people there, no big, no players or anything like that, just people in the front office and people, some of the scouts and stuff. I, I, I didn't get any anything from them that, that the, this thing was as intimate that it looks like it is. So to me, Zach, that's what I would say is it comes as a surprise. And I am actually happy that they're at least engaging in conversation with other teams. It's a weird concept to actually engage with somebody having – having the Orioles are actually giving something away of value that they, that is really valuable. And what I mean by that is the Orioles, I feel like, have always overrated their players mm-hmm. um, and other potential trades that they would have. And, and so we'll see what happens. Two things would also add to this, Zach. Mr. Angelos' hands are all over this. Because if you are telling me that Dan Duquette is making decisions, one of the biggest decisions that this franchise going forward will have, whether they trade Manny or whether they potentially try to re-sign him, which is, I think, a 99.9% chance that won't happen based on they haven't talked in two years. I mean, when I heard that, I was like, what? I mean, you talk to Scott Boros, you didn't think his name got brought up at all or, you know, whatever, you know, have, it's just, it's crazy to me. So to, I think this has the makings of Mr. Angelos's hands and figuring out what he can get back and he's talking to people. Because at this point, can you see Dan being cut, brought back after the season? Yeah, that's kind of the interesting thing thing about, uh, you know, all of these moves is they're, they're kind of being made by potentially a, a, a lame duck GM, right? A guy who's not signed past this year, which, which kind of makes it that much more scary that, that the, yes. I mean, you're, you're talking about a, a franchise molding trade, right? Mm-hmm. Something that, that could, uh, you know, set the Orioles back for years to come or, you know, build the, the next playoff team for, uh, you know, however many years. Um, so that's that's really what's terrifying if it's being made by a guy who likely won't be here past past 2018. Uh, can that's, that's can I ask really... you a quick quick question? Yeah. What what players on your on because you can do it on one hand at this point would bring you more value back in the position that they're at right now? And let's exclude pitchers. Let's just say players age being included potential all the different things give me the players that you think would command more money regardless of their free agent or not or command more prospects back than manny machado you on the orioles or just no no, no overall? Not definitely not on the orioles overall i'm saying what what player like you can do all your war stats and everything what player <laughs> right now you you would look at and say he's young he's got the potential of being you know at this point the one of the best defensive players regardless of what position you want to play him at hitting, you know, all those different things. Oh, I'm guessing Trout would still be in your list? Yeah, I mean, for sure. Okay. And, you know, I mean, I'll, a lot of this has to do with where everybody is as far as their their contract situation. Knowing- all the same, though. Everything's the same. Everybody has the same situation that Manny has right now with the Orioles. How many players would would bring back the prospects that Manny should bring back? Uh, I mean, not, not, not a ton. I mean, he's, he's uh, you know... Uh, He's better than Stanton, in my opinion. He's, well, I don't know about that. I I mean, I mean, home runs aside, defensively, Stanton's a liability in the outfield. And I I don't know. It's great for the Yankees, 
But I think the Orioles should get more back for Manny Machado than what people got back for Stanton. Well, yeah, but I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that Stanton, you know, that was a salary dump for the Marlins, right? True. I mean, they, they were looking to get rid of that salary more than they were looking to. Oh, and only a handful of teams could prospects. Could and only a handful of teams could take that contract. Right. I get that. Now, if Manny Machado, I think Manny Machado has a lot of value if if they can uh, trade him and he will agree to sign an extension with the team that, that they're trading him to. I think that's a lot of value. But you're talking about a guy who's going to be a free agent after the 2018 season. So there's, right. uh, you know, we, we have to keep that in mind with, with whatever they do, which is why dealing him now as opposed to at the trade deadline is is a better option or having the the contract extension talks which you said that they haven't had in a while and it doesn't seem that that's even on the table i haven't heard a a peep about even trying to sign manny machado long term so um as you know sad as this is and scary as it is if you're gonna lose him you know it's it's time to get the most out of it that uh, that you can get out of it. So yeah, and I th- and I think they will. I actually do think that this is something that I'm glad they're engaging in conversation, but also stepping back and and saying, okay, here's our best offers. Let's because we've decided we're going to trade them. I don't think it's even. I actually think I would be surprised if they don't move them before opening day. I'll at least put it that way because I don't think it's going to happen. You know, and I, again, we we could be wrong. This is Friday. We don't we we don't know what will happen. But the Orioles are very good at not pulling the trigger because, as I said, in bidding in that building, you have to pass through a lot of different hoops before you finally get a decision from somebody. Then those hoops got to go through other hoops to get back to the person. This person, can, I'll say this: Dan Duquette can, and Buck Walter as well. They cannot pull the trigger on a deal like this without yes or no from upstairs. Right. Sure. We, we've yeah. we've seen that. That's not even even a possibility, which is also just mind-boggling in this time. The other thing, Zach, and I go back to the things that you talked about, this team not being flexible with how the market and how um, teams are doing things creatively-wise, <clears throat> creative. Um, no 72-hour window to, to talk about a deal, like, you know, to get a, a long-term deal. Who cares whether he signs a long-term deal with the other team or not? Give him the opportunity. If the team's giving you the best prospects, take out the fact that you're already going to get rid of Machado. Why not, first of all, give Manny an opportunity, hello, an opportunity to maybe talk with a team that maybe he wouldn't want to stay with. And I understand from the Orioles' standpoint what it's be. Maybe it takes out the, the, the deal off the table because Manny says, I'm not going to sign with you. So he says, okay, but who cares? I mean, is that something that I'm missing here too? Can they can't, can't be a little bit more flexible? Well, I mean, I think the Orioles can, but I, I think that uh, the return has a lot to do with that, right? I mean, I, it's seeing the White Sox emerge as, as a as a candidate was really interesting. I kind of started the conversation of, well, are the White Sox just trying to acquire Machado to to flip him, you know, to to mm-hmm. end up getting even more? Uh, because is he really going to sign long term with the White Sox and then become a free agent after the 2018 season? You know, um, so it's a it's an interesting place to be in which is why some of the other candidates that we saw some of the other teams that we saw linked to Machado like you know Giants Cardinals some of the teams that I think uh, actually have a chance of of holding on to him sort of made more sense than uh, than seeing the White Sox the Yankees are among the mix there too Um, a a team that I think a lot of people thought that he would sign with as a free agent anyway so um, yeah it's it's a it's a tough spot to be in especially when Every time you get an offer, you, like you mentioned, you got to run upstairs and, and run it by the big guy before that can ever even happen. Uh, I, I want to ask you, though, I mean, as far as this this whole thing goes, I feel like we, we never heard anything about extension talks like you mentioned. Um, and I just wonder, kind of sitting here in, in late December of 
2017. Do you think that the the Chris Davis contract is is holding them back? Has hurt the Orioles' chances of re-signing Machado? Do you think they handed that contract out and and kind of knew that they weren't ever going to be able to pay Machado top dollar back then? Hundred percent. I mean, don't you think that this is? I mean, didn't everybody say at the time when they signed that awful deal for Chris that that Saturday morning? I'll never forget. Saturday morning just kind of came across, and you and I both looked at it, and we were like, okay, hold on. He's not even asking for that much money, and he got it. Like, it it was just so absurd. Um, I think it definitely does. And I thought it was interesting. I think it was yesterday, Bridger only tweeted in, like, a subtweet. She was in with somebody, and she she wrote, she wrote, she actually wrote this, Davis's contract is awful. Like, just in this subtweet of other people getting involved in there. And that's somebody that's pretty... You know, down the middle and very pro Orioles when it comes to that kind of stuff too. So, I I, I have to say that it, I think Chris Davis, even if Chris Davis signed for half of what he did, I still don't think Manny Machado was an Oriole. Yeah, it's just it's kind of discouraging that they that they made that choice back when they made that choice. You know, I, I kind of thought that that was a, a an indicator that they may have the funds to to throw out a, a record-breaking deal for Machado if they were able to spend that money on a player like Davis. Because we know the impact Machado can can make, and I think Davis was a much more uh, riskier sign, which so far hasn't paid off. So, um, and, and if that were the case, then maybe they should have looked to move Machado earlier if they knew that they, that they weren't going to have the money to do it. I guess the other questions that, that I have about this, uh, assuming that it's going to get done, which I think both of us think that it is, um, I'm still going to be, uh, be sad and be disappointed and um, you know, not have a, a ton of faith in, in the squad in, in 2017. But where does the team go from here? Because if you kind of look at the the breakdown of last year, I mean, Machado is a, a player that I think is is a star and will be a star for years to come. But your best player last year was Jonathan Scope, and I, I'm wondering if the Orioles kind of moved on from Machado and and kind of stopped negotiating with Machado because they saw uh, what Scope did last year and thought. We've got a, a, a better chance of locking up this guy, which we have seen some some talks of contract extensions for Scope, uh, and maybe this is the guy that that we build around instead. Is that kind of the the vibe that you're getting, or or do you think that if they trade Machado, that this is going to be a, a a longer build and we'll start to see even more of a teardown? I just love that people don't want to use the word rebuilding. Like it's just when I hear that too from Dan, this is not a rebuild. Well, <laughs> it's not a rebuild, but it's you'd be probably not going to have Jones after this year. Mm. Probably not. You know, Trumbo's going to get moved at some point. Cause I do you, think this is going to need two starters. <laughs> Actually you need three starters, right? Yeah. Well, I think they need three. He says they need two. So who's he? Dan. Dan. Yeah. Who's his, who's his third starter? I, I don't know, Castro, but he's Castro. saying at the winter meetings we we need two starters. So that's, okay, well, uh, they actually need four in my opinion, but that's fine. <laughs> they they they. I think Bundy. I, I trust you. Put Bundy and Gossman together, and I, I feel like we got good one and a half. I mean, I really do because I think they're both good. But you know, injuries. Bundy. You know what I mean? Like I don't know how many innings Bundy's going to throw, and you know, with Kevin, you never know. He goes through a month where he's just you know out of there. Real quick, I want to do two things. One, I was wrong. It's not Boris. It's uh, Dan yeah. Luzano is and Manny's yeah. agent. And the other thing, real quick, and I know that the Orioles were <clears throat> also. Um, 
talked about this in the Manny thing and, and this for some reason this whole negotiating window has me crazy because I just don't understand why you wouldn't do it but it's also the expectation and belief that Manny Machado and his agent would grant uh, negotiating window for acquiring team at present right. so there's no expectation I'm sorry there's no expectation so Manny and his agent are also saying we were not willing to talk about it in a window so I'm not so just that brings the value down substantially right. I think exactly yeah. so and it's not like Manny wants to be with the Orioles I'm not saying that he if he had his druthers if Manny could live in or go and play anywhere and everything was the same, he'd be in Miami tomorrow. And I've said that from the beginning. I think he would, he'd move, he'd go to Miami in a heartbeat. Well, and I still they don't have the money. <laughs> now they don't. Clearly. Well, no, it's a full tear down. It's a bad time, but I could see somewhere down the line, Manny later in his career ending up in Miami. I just, I just with Jeter and the whole thing, it just seems like a match made in heaven for those two. Um, but I do think that I, you know what, the team that I want him to go to, Zach, at this point. And I will answer your questions on the, on the pitching, but the, I wanted to be a Cardinal. And I, and I said this yesterday or the day before, whatever it was, Wednesday, I think. I was like, God, if I had to trade, not even just because he would be out of division, I just would love to see him in an awesome, and I'm not be, I want to be, like, because I think Baltimore and St. Louis are on par as baseball towns when, when it's going good. I mean, I think, don't they say St. Louis is like the best baseball town in the, in the, in the world? It'd just be yeah, great to see him on a great organization. Yeah. yeah, great organization. See Manny in the playoffs. It's like, see, I'm not, I'm not going to be angry seeing him play because I've seen this. It's like, it's almost like I knew this was going to come. I knew my girlfriend was going to break up with me, Zach, a while ago. She was hot, though, and I wanted to stay with her as long as I could. <laughs> but I knew at the end that, that this 10 was leaving, this four that I am. So, you know what I mean? Like, so you know when this was going to happen. And I knew this as this guy was ascending. And let's also add the fact that um, we knew the Orioles weren't going to be able to pay. So and it, this is, it's not really that shocking to me. Uh, I, I'm going to miss him. It's going to be great. But I, I, listen, I, I've spent more time with Nick Marcakis and the Adam Jones of the world than I have with Manny. So I, I, I'm going to be happy to watch him play baseball wherever he is. And I won't boom when he comes back to Camden Yards because booing is stupid. Pitching. We, I, am, I am so steamed up when I heard Danny Duffy's name. Mm. A left-handed guy who throws hard and down in the zone. What a weird concept that would be for the Orioles. So uh, the question I had to that, Zach, was how the hell are we going to get Danny Duffy? <laughs> like, yeah. who would, How many Rule 5 guys do you have to put together to get a deal <laughs> for Duffy? I mean, that's impossible. So I, I agree. That I do think they need three starters. I think that Alex Cobb is something you and I both have said we would love to see. I think Alex Cobb's looking for something else. The Orioles have been turned down by <clears throat> numerous pitchers at this point that they've quote-unquote been in on. Um you know, well, who, I mean, it's a hard sell, right? I mean, who who wants to come to Camden Yards to pitch? Who who wants to face the the Yankees lineup nineteen times? Like, I mean, it's it's and you know, you're about to trade one of, if not your best player. That's that's a pretty tough sell, and that's why I wonder: Do the Orioles still think that they can trade Machado and compete in 2018? Are they going to tell people that you know the haul that they get oh, back yeah. for Machado? is going to be enough to put out a competitive team this year. Is, is, that, is that really the, the pitch that they're going to put out? Because uh, my thing is, if you're going to trade Machado, like, let the rebuild begin. You know? let, let, let's start the rebuilding process now. Because you, you, gotta, you have a farm system that needs improvement. You have starting pitching that needs improvement. You have some talent in the bullpen that could bring in some, some talent at the lower levels. So if, if, you're, if you're moving Machado out, this should be the start of of several pieces moved, in my opinion. 
I 100% agree with you. I think that Trumbo should be at the top of that list for somebody. These are guys that I think that will get peeled off towards the trade deadline because I think the Orioles and won't. Perhaps, I mean, yeah, those guys yeah. have more value when yes. they're they're hot and a, a they've been playing exactly, yeah. exactly. And we're going to be, let's be honest, the division. I mean, the Yankees aside, I think Tampa Bay still going to be there. I still think Toronto still, depending on what they do with Donaldson, that'll be. And the Red Sox clearly are better than the Orioles too. I mean, we could go into the season next year with most people out there thinking the Orioles probably are fifth place team, which don't worry, I'm not. I'm going to every single game that I have tickets to. I have no. Pro- I go to see that. I've saw. I've seen them at their worst. Zach, if I have, if I've, <laughs> if I've been able to handle the 2000 through 04, you know, until Buck got here years, I think I'll be okay through watching some of my favorite players, including Jonathan Scope. You know, swing the bat every day. Um, to your point, though, on the rebuild, do two pitchers and maybe a prospect in the minors really start to rebuild? Are you saying? Well, if you're going to do this, well, maybe you peel Adam off. Now you start, you know, doing right. this and then that, take that, that, is that what, money. That is what I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying, that's what you're I'm saying. saying if you move, Rock, Britain, I mean, you you're move saying Machado, blown fire, fire sale. Well, yeah, I'm saying if you move Machado, I mean, you're, you're removing one of the, the best defensive pieces, one of the best your, your offensive best player. pieces. Your best player. And, and, you know, why not think future if if that's if that's the path that you're gonna go instead sign scope sign scope now get him done show your fans that this is now who we're building our team back behind we're gonna get you know kevin and and dylan done here too we're gonna kind of keep those and so now we're gonna build and then these two young pitchers whether let's just throw names out there giolitos or whatever let's i'm not a big the big fan of that guy but regardless he's a top prospect something with the oil he'd be in the starting rotation i'll promise you that um, whoever they get back, don't you think they slide into the starting rotation? I think that, that whatever pieces they get from Machado, yeah, they they better start to uh, yeah. to, to replace. I anticipate getting holes. three guys back. Two of them should be in the starting rotation or in starting lineup or in the you know on the on the twenty five man, and the other guy may be a prospect that you probably see, especially with the way this team is going, sometime in I don't know July. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and listen, I'm gonna go out and root. Like hell for Adam Jones. I'm going to go out and root for hell for whoever the right fielder du jour is. I mean, whether it's Austin Hayes, I think Trey Mancini's a fantastic player. I enjoyed watching him. So they're, they're guys, it's not like this team's completely covered bare, but we're not competing for what this team for the last, well, I guess at this point, Zach, five years would say. We, we are anticipating this team to be competitive every right. year, whether it's 500. This team is officially going to be the worst team in the AL East. And really, that just shows me, goes back to my original point, how valuable Manny Machado is to a team. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, and and that's why this middle ground is just a it's a dangerous place to be, right? That being in this, we we can deal our best player, one of our best players, and still compete. I mean, I I would rather them commit to a plan than than you know try to piece something together this year and delay the inevitable rebuild that that is sure to come. You know, but hold on, hold on, Han. You said put together a plan. Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, and, and part I love of that. The team. Part of that comes with finding a, a GM who's going to be here past you know uh, this season, and a, and a manager who's in the same boat. One way or another, let your manager maybe know: Are you yeah. going to be here for another year too? Because right. I know what they did with their scouts in the um you know at the beginning of the year here too, letting them holding out trying to figure out whether they're uh you know they got contracts late. We talked about that here as well. It just it's just crazy to me how they continue to run business the same way you know, year after year. And now it's be, we're us as Oriole fans are becoming numb to it to where we can kind of like almost kind of, I call it awkwardly laugh at how inept it kind of is. I mean, it really is bad. I mean, bad business all the way around. And I'm not just putting it all on the owner. I think that there's just dysfunction right now throughout. 
And that's why I want to at least cleanse ourselves of this with somebody who's going to be here for the next couple of years here and have more input on the decision making right. of the player like Manny Machado. Yep. So tell me who it is. It if it's Brady, let's just do it, right? Like let's. And well, I don't that's need my to know. thing. I just want to know. I, I want to know, and I can get behind the the long term plan. I can. I've, I've been a, a fan of this team for thirty years. I, I can absolutely get behind that. But not having a plan is is where I get frustrated, or or thinking you can piece something together that can't be pieced together when you move your best player uh, is, is when it gets difficult to to get behind the team. You know, so uh, let's see what the plan is. Let's hear what the plan is. And and I'll, you know, I'll jump on board. Like you said, I'm going to be there either way. But it's easier for me to to stomach a a trade of of Manny Machado if I know what at least what the franchise thinks the next five years are going to look like. What do you think? The season ticket situation when the, you know this goes down or whatever, and I know what you, you said that look, these are the new guys in the rotation, whatever it is, you know they're gonna and they have to listen. You're from marketing standpoint, you're gonna have to do whatever you do. Do they keep Manny Machado on the team long enough to try to sell season tickets to people, or is Manny Machado gone again before you set out your packets? Before you send out, you can come do the Manny Machado bobblehead before you know. And I know that it really doesn't matter from a baseball perspective, but people down in the warehouse. That were you know enjoying the cocktails on the Angelos last night. I think are are wondering that as well. Like, are, are we going to wait? Are we putting these things together? Think about it from their standpoint. I mean, it's you know, it, it's just such a dicey situation the way the Orioles work. And, and unless this thing gets done over the weekend or you know coming back from that, because you know that they're they going to do anything from so the 25th of December through the 1st of January. So then it starts lingering even farther. Now some maybe the White Sox say, I don't know, maybe I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, do you yeah. do you you hit why the iron's hot, as they say, or is it now you got your deals? We can go back, hang out a little bit, and then figure it out. Yeah, I don't know. I feel bad for those guys. <laughs> That's a tough spot. Yeah, That's awesome. a tough spot to be in. I'm sure that I mean, all the questions gonna be on a I lot have... of going to be on a lot of flyers. I can promise yeah. you that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and by the way, they're going to have Zach Britton on the flyers there, and it's not like you know, it's that crazy that the Orioles, you know. Want him? Sure. Yep, definitely. Boy, Brad Brock, I mean, he's hurt. I mean, everybody's been linked to deals. The only person that hasn't been is just because Chris can't. No one wants that contract. Yeah, yep. (laughs) Oh, it's so sick. Yeah, yeah. We got – but you know what? In the end, we're – again, it's baseball. It's something we're talking about, and hopefully – um, they just at least make a deal that it it doesn't have to make sense to you or me because I don't know enough of the nuts and bolts in these pictures. It's all – you're getting prospects back, right? So no matter what. Give me what, something to be excited about, you know? Give me something to be excited about. I would go out to watch a guy come out. I watched Chris Tillman's first start. And by the way, I hope Chris Tillman comes back. I watched his first start with my hands so far below my ankles. that I just was so excited to see our boy Chris Tillman pitch. And that's Chris Tillman. So it would be nice to have another guy come through here and be excited to watch a guy pitch. Because that's what I, I know Actually, what I do know that the, the manager wants, he would like to kind of get back to you know some pitching and defense, like like 2012 kind of was uh, when this whole thing started. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see at what the weekend the brings. Uh, yeah, at least we got the rain around, so we got that going for you. Are you watching football at all, Zach? I know you're busy as hell, and I know you're not the biggest. Uh, I watch NFL. most of the Sunday night loss against the Steelers. Oh, that was crushing to watch, yeah. even from a guy. I have nothing invested, but yeah. I was just like, Ugh. the NFL, man. I mean, there is just so much mediocrity in the NFL that that 
year. Even a even a devastating loss like that still doesn't feel as devastating because you can really be a, a pretty average team and still make the playoffs in the NFL. Yep. Oh yeah. Um, my te- my Tennessee Titans who I'm having a tough time with it because I am actually rooting for them but I'm not the, I'm not you know socially going out there I'm I happy I'm trying to we're just dating right we're just dating <laughs> but my old girlfriend my old wife who I've had lived for million millions of years might be the hottest team in football now all of a sudden playing in one of the worst stadiums I've ever seen and all they do is just win games now and they, they and it's like kind of tugging at my heart I'm like looking over the you know I'm looking over the fence a little bit at, at the hottie I'm like oh man you're gonna win a Super Bowl aren't you this year this is the year. <laughs> You win a Super Bowl as I burned all Would my stuff. Would you jump back on? Would no, you jump no, back no, on I can't do that. I'm no. out. Um, no, I'm out. I, again, I told you, I, I root for the players that I still there for. But that, that, that. But their uniforms are so good, though. Man, they're hot, though. But that's well, part of the game. I do like me some Marcus Mariota. He's been just awful this year. <laughs> oh, at DraftKings, I was just taking just a bath. Oh, can't wait till baseball gets back. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing as far as football goes. So no. I, I, You're an NBA guy. You and the yeah, magic. No, that's it. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, well, we got to do this more often. Zach. We do. I agree. I agree. I don't know if the listeners agree. Hopefully they do. But uh, I agree. It's it's it, uh, it it helps me feel better during a uh, difficult time, to, to kind of say the least, uh, about where the Orioles stand. So... Helps me helps me sort through how I'm feeling, you know. Well, another place, a good place to vent for that, Zach, is the Baltimore Sports Report uh, Facebook page too. That Definitely. is a great spot. Man, Connor is hot and heavy on that page there, and others have chimed in. And there's a big time to kind of jump into the holidays and uh, tell us, you know, that's a good way to vent. A lot of people get hammered at holiday parties and vent and cry and tell you how much <laughs> they love you or hate you. Those are the time to do. Go ahead and do that on the uh, Baltimore Sports Report uh, fa- uh, Facebook page. Yes, facebook.com slash group slash Baltimore Sports Report. So jump in. Let yeah. us know what you think. Hey, happy Star Wars Day, Jabby Burns. Oh, the the uh, Last Jedi comes out. Are you going to see it? We're going to see it. It's, I mean, we don't have like tickets and stuff like that and telling people that we have tickets and you just I'm, – I'm an adult. We go to the movies when we go to the movie. I mean, you know what I mean? Like everybody's making it like oh, I got a reservation. It's it, just a ticket to a movie, right? I mean it's still just walk up and grab a ticket. Uh, I am going to see it. You're probably going to see it in some like amazing theater inside <laughs> the – the, the worldwide, you know, world of Disney, but I'm, just I'm going to hoping see it. to see it. That, that's that's my goal. We're going to the senator at some point this weekend to see it, and I would love, as we did with the last one, to just do a full blown review we of it, should. and maybe even incorporate our boy Patrick Guthrie, who will probably see it in 2019. Yeah, <laughs> we should. Yeah, we should do that. I uh, I am working a, a Star Wars event on Saturday, so I my goal is, is to see it before I go to work because uh, I, I I don't want any spoilers, you know. So I'm guessing a couple people will be talking about it at the Star Wars exhibit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm, I'm thinking they Here will. So I need to do my research and, and go see it. So yes, I think I'll you should go that. see it. And um, I I don't know. This is the one just to kind of make sure everybody I understand here. This is a regular number eight. Is that this correct? This is, yes. Yep. Episode and, and eight. And so there's not, we're not going backwards. And I mean, I've seen them all, but I'm just like, the, the whole thing, we could just do one through eight. It's much this easier. This takes for place plus, but... after The Force Awakens. Yes. So this is, and yeah. spoiler alert, um, I don't think, um, uh, no, Carrie Fisher is in the movie, right? She is. Yeah. Yes. She is. Yes. yes. She's yeah. in the trailers. So, you know. That's, and I hear, that's and I hear those. I hear those dream boats over in uh, Britain are in it, and the Star Stormtrooper outfits too. So, uh, <laughs> the, isn't the prince? 
he, know, they, they somehow made a cameo in that thing, too. I don't too. know. I know uh, Daniel Craig was, was one of the stormtroopers in The Force Awakens. I, know, I remember that. You're going to be, a, I guarantee you this, if it stays long enough, you'll end up being a stormtrooper in one of these movies. In one of the movies. <laughs> like tall, I mean, just so tall and dreamboat. That'd be so great. Oh! That'd be fun. That's your crowning, that'd be your crowning achievement. Just like me, my crowning achievement, I told you, was I handed a vodka tonic to Buck Walter. I told Trisha <laughs> at that point, it was time for me to just go home, everything is good. And he said, <laughs> Pack it in. he said, yeah, just pack it in. I'm out of here. What a great night. And um, no, no, congratulations to Nathan and Rebecca. It was a great night. And um, hopefully his dad and the Orioles can come out on top when it comes to this Manny Machado trade. Yes, most definitely. Absolutely. All right, Jabby Burns, have a great weekend. Good talking to you, my friend. You too, pal. For Jab, I'm Zach. Thank you for listening to Baltimore Sports today. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you again soon.